0: السلام عليكم wa rahmatullahi الله barakatuhu. how are you all doing Alhamdulillah. لله اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم والصلاه والسلام على رسوله الكريم رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي امري واحلل من لساني قولي so inshallah today we will begin abwaabu sadaqat fitr the chapters related to sadaqatul Fitr And Sadaqatul Fitr, as you're familiar, is to be given at which Eid? Eidul Fitr Now, what exactly is Fitr? The word Fitr, what's the root? Those of you who are familiar Fatara Do you know of any word that comes from this origin? Okay, Fitra, what else? Yes, you're right Iftar is also from this Any other word? Okay, Fitra Okay, good one of the descriptions or attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Fatir samawati wal ard, right? Fatir, originator, right? Or creator of the heavens and the earth. So basically the word fatara is the cleaving or the breaking of something. So for example, when a well is dug, the word fatar is used. So for example, a Bedouin girl was heard saying that ana fatartuha, that I dug it, I broke it, And I brought it into existence. You understand? Likewise, the word is used for when the, you know, for example, branches, fruit branches, when they first cleave so that the fruit buds sort of come out. Okay? So this is what the word primarily means. And Eid al-Fitr is called Fitr. Why? Because you break your fasting. Okay? You break your month of fasting. And remember that on Eid, you're not allowed to fast. It is forbidden to fast on Eid day, right? It is a day of eating and drinking. It's, it's a day of festivities, correct? So this is why it's Eid al-Fitr. So Sadaqatul Fitr is the Sadaqah, the charity that is due, that is given at the end of Ramadan before Salatul Eid. So before going out for Eid Salah, this Sadaqah must be given. Now, when exactly can you start giving Sadaqatul Fitr? What do you give in Sadaqatul Fitr? Who has to give Sadaqatul Fitr? And who is it given to? All right, all of these details, inshallah, we will look at in the abu'ab. So let's begin. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Bab Fardi Sadaqatul Fitri. The obligation of giving Sadaqatul Fitr. So look at the word Fard. Fard means... It's obligatory, there's no option, it's not recommended, it is an obligation. So what is the proof of this? وَرَأَىٰ أَبُوا الْعَالِيَةُ وَعَطَاءٌ وَابْنُ سِيرِينَ صَدَقَةَ الْفِطْرِ So when Bukhari quotes, Abul Aliyah, Atat ibn Sirin, that they said that صَدَقَةُ الْفِطْرِ is a فَرِضًا, it is an obligation. And then he brings a proof from Hadith. حدثنا Yahya بن محمد بن السكنى، حدتنا محمد بن جهضم، حدثنا إسماعيل بن جعفر عن عمر بن نافع عن أبيه عن ابن عمر رضي الله عنهما. So Ibn Umar رضي الله عنه, he reported. qala he said فرض رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم The Prophet عليه وسلم made zakat fitr obligatory. And how much was a zakatul fitr supposed to be? Sa'am min tamrin, A of dates. So sa'ar is a certain volume, which inshallah we will discuss. So a of dates. Aw sa'an min sha'irin. Or a of barley. So dates or barley. And who is supposed to give? The Prophet ﷺ obligated this on who? والحرى, on the slave and the free person. Was and the male, Walunsa and the female, was and the young, Walkabiri and the old, min al-Muslimin among the Muslims. So he made it obligatory on who all Muslims, regardless of age, social status, gender. Wa amar biha antu adda, and he commanded that it should be given قبل خروج الناس إلى before the people go out for Salah, with Salah. Salatul Eid So can you give Sadaqatul Fitr Right before you enter The prayer hall Technically you've already Left for Salatul Eid You leave for Salatul Eid When you Leave your house Right So before leaving For Salatul Eid You should have already Given your Sadaqatul Fitr So you cannot Put those five dollars In the box And then enter the masjid As a takbirat are going on Because it says Before the people Go out for Salah Okay, inshallah we will look at this in later on in detail Now, the first thing we understand from this is Which Imam Bukhari is proving here Is that giving Sadaqatul Fitr is an obligation Which words of the hadith indicate that it is an obligation? Farada. good So the words Farada Rasulullah Wasallam Indicate that giving Sadaqatul Fitr is an obligation Why is it an obligation? What is the purpose of Sadaqatul Fitr? Why give charity at this time? At the end of Ramadan That Eid day is a day when Everyone's looking forward to Food, isn't it? You've been fasting for an entire month And everyone is supposed to fast Except for those who are sick or traveling So Eid is a day that Everyone is looking forward to So that people can eat right? But unfortunately many people are not able to eat that much Because you're so used to not eating That it's difficult to eat right? MashaAllah some people manage to eat a lot But in general it's hard But the point is that people are looking forward to it, isn't it? So no person should go hungry on Eid day and no person should have to beg for food on Eid day. Every person should have food on Eid day. This is the purpose of Sadaqatul Fitr. And this is why it's an obligation on every Muslim to give Sadaqatul Fitr. Any other reason why Sadaqatul Fitr would be an obligation? Excellent. That in Ramadan, we are required to fast, right? And remember that in fasting, are we allowed to be angry? Is that something that should be done? No. What about other sins or other mistakes? I mean, no, they're not supposed to be done. However, as being human, we fall short somewhere or the other. Isn't it? No one can say that my fast was excellent. In fact, because we're hungry, we get even more irritable right? So no matter how much you try that, okay, I'm going to be patient, I'm not going to yell, I'm not going to get angry, you know, you fall short somewhere or the other. So sadaqa. remember, we learned earlier in the book of zakat that charity, what does it do? It erases sins, right? It makes up for your shortcomings. So any any place where we may have fallen short during the month of Ramadan, sadaqatul fitr what it does is that it Purifies it So it kind of secures your reward insha'Allah Any holes, any gaps Sadaqatul fitr makes up for it But now if you think about it Sadaqatul fitr is supposed to be given by every person Now every person we know Does not fast Like for example children They don't fast Likewise if a person is terminally ill They're not fasting right? So why should they be given Sadaqatul fitr They didn't fast So what exactly are they making up for that when they didn't fast, they also missed out on the benefits of Ramadan, right? They missed out on the purification. So imagine now how significant this day of Eid is that everyone is being purified. Those who were fasting, those who were not fasting, those who kept their fasts with excellence and those who made a lot of mistakes. So this is like blessing for the entire ummah, all of the Muslims, that no one is exempted. So everyone is required to give zakat al-fitr. There is a report in Abu Dawood ibn Abbas radhiyallahu anhu reported that Farad Rasulullah صلى الله عليه وسلم zakat al-fitr طهراً للصائم that the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم obligated the zakat al-fitr as a purification for the fasting person. Purification from what? من اللغوي والرافةث from لغو vain talk and رافةث ill speech, indecent actions. So basically, anywhere that a person fell short, Sadaqatul Fitr will purify them. And secondly, وَالطُّعْمَةً لِلْمَساكِينِ And to feed the needy. So these are the two objectives of Sadaqatul Fitr. They also have to give Sadaqatul Fitr. And inshallah, we'll talk about that, that which poor person does not have to give Sadaqatul Fitr. All right. But in general, remember, every single person, what we learn here, Is that every single person, regardless of whether they're rich or poor, in general terms, must give Sadaqatul Fitr. Now, another thing we learn in this hadith is the amount of Sadaqatul Fitr. And what is that? One Saar, meaning per person. Every person has to give one Saar of dates or barley that's mentioned in this hadith. Now, why one Saar? Because one sar is enough For the poor person on the day of Eid It's enough food for them For the day of Eid Now what exactly is a Saar? Saar is a measure of volume Not weight And a Saar is basically Four times the amount That can be scooped with two hands So basically when you bring both hands together Alright So you can collect a certain amount of food in both of your hands together. so multiply that by four times. So basically four handfuls. And this much food is enough for one day. right? So for example, if a person gets these many dates, inshallah, they're enough for their breakfast lunch dinner, right? Um, now, how much is isar in weight? Because these days, if you start going to the grocery store and say that, okay, I have to measure out four sar of barley, you can't do that. It's not that efficient. So how much is it in weight? There is a difference of opinion. Some say it's two and a half kilograms. Others say it's two kilograms with an additional 100 grams. And others say that it's approximately three kilograms. So you see a range, right? Somewhere between two and three. Why the difference of opinion? Why do you think? Okay, depending on whose hand it is. All right, and? Also? Okay, but why the difference of opinion? It's it's almost an entire kg. Yes? Okay, it's the weight of the food, right? Some dates are really dry. They don't have much moisture in them, so they're not very heavy, right? Other dates can be very soft, very juicy, so they're heavy. Likewise, when it comes to grain, if it's fresh, freshly harvested, it's going to be heavy. And if it's been sitting for a long time, it's going to be drier, so it's going to be light. So this is the reason why you have this range, somewhere between 2 to 3. So it's better to be on the side of caution and give somewhat closer to 3 kilograms, between 2.5 and and 3. Now, in this hadith, we see that dates and barley is mentioned, all right? And the reason for that is that these two foods were basically the staple of Medina at the time of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. This is what people generally ate. Okay. Barley and dates. So, you know, if there's a hungry person, a person who hasn't had a proper meal in days, I mean, you don't get them dessert. You get them a proper meal. You get them bread, rice, something like that. So other foods can be given in Sadaqatul fitr also, because dates are not found everywhere, barley is not found everywhere, and even if dates and barley are found, people are not used to eating them. Like for example, even here, I mean if you give a bag, three kilograms of dates to someone, they'll be like, this is not my staple food. It's going to be sitting in their kitchen for a month or two. What they need is flour. What they need is rice or something like that. So basically, Sadaqatul Fitr can be given in the form of any food that is staple uh, or the food that people are used to eating, whatever their main staple is. And it could be anything, whatever those people are used to eating, could be rice, it could be wheat, and it could also be meat, if those people are used to eating that particular food. باب صدقة الفطر على العبد وغيره من المسلمين. صدقة الفطر is obligatory on slaves and others among the Muslims. Now, the words من المسلمين which was mentioned in the previous hadith also they indicate that صدقة Fitr is only on behalf of Muslims, not non-Muslims. So let's say if someone has uh, dependent parents, all right? Their parents live. With them, their parents don't have a source of income But the parents are not Muslim So, should such a son give Sadaqatul Fitr on behalf of his parents? No, he's not going to Likewise, if there is a son or a daughter who lives with you And they depend on you, but they're not Muslim So, again, in that case, will Sadaqatul Fitr be given on their behalf? No, it won't be given This Sadaqatul Fitr is for Purification Alright, And this will only be when a person is a Muslim. So here Imam Bukhari proves that whether it is a slave or a free person, whoever it is, as long as they're Muslim, Sadaqatul fitr is supposed to be given. Haddathina Abdullah ibn Yusuf, akhbaruna Malik an-Nafir, an-Ibni Umar radiyallahu an-humana, anna rasoolallahi sallallahu alayhi wa sallama, Farada zakat al-fitri sa'am min tamril. He said that the Prophet ﷺ obligated the zakat al-fitr and the amount was a saar of dates or a sar of barley on every free or slave person, male or female, among the Muslims. So that's the main thing. That sadaqat al-fitr is to be given by every Muslim regardless of age. So even if you have a baby in the house, right, an infant, Sadaqatul Fitr is supposed to be given on their behalf also. And that's beautiful. Everyone is supposed to be a part of this. So Eid is not just for those who are fasting. Right? And this is something so beautiful because some people who are not able to fast, they feel like Eid is not for them. When they have to give Sadaqatul Fitr, right, it shows that Eid is also for you. This is a time when people are being forgiven, they're being purified, so no one should be left out. So even the children, Then we see that men and women, and then also slaves. So even social status doesn't matter. Why is Sadaqatul Fitr obligatory on every Muslim? It purifies the fasting person. So we discussed that earlier. But also remember that the purpose of Sadaqatul Fitr is to feed the needy, the poor. So the goal is that no one should be hungry. Alright, so this will be possible when everyone gives. Alright, because if only some people give, then every hungry person cannot necessarily be fed. So when everyone will give, then inshallah, all the poor will be fed. Now, there's a question. When everyone is supposed to give Sadaqatul Fitr, do they give it themselves or their guardian gives it on their behalf? Hmm? The guardian gives it. Both? Okay. So there's a difference of opinion regarding this. Some scholars say that the guardian should give on behalf of all the dependents. So for example, the father, the husband, he'll give for the wife, he will give for himself, he will give for his children. If his parents live with him and they're dependent on him, so he'll give on their behalf also. But other scholars say that no, each person... Has to give sadaqatul fitr themselves. Okay? Meaning it has to come from your property. It has to come from your money. Why? Because sadaqatul fitr is an obligation on the individual. Alright? And what is an obligation on the individual cannot be performed by someone else. Can someone else do your salah? Can someone else pray for you if you're sick? No, they cannot. You have to pray yourself. So likewise, when it comes to sadaqatul fitr, it is an obligation on the individual, so the individual must give. Now of course, this can only be possible if that individual has money. And mashallah, living in Canada, children do have money. Right? So, this should be taught to children, that you have to give your sadaqatul fitr. Make this like an Eid habit, inshallah. Right? Now that we've come to know, we should do this. That, you know, children have their own money they get their Eidhi, they're looking forward to getting rich on Eid day. So maybe give them their Eidhi a day before or remind them that, okay, you have all this money sitting. You have to give Sadaqatul Fitr and start from a young age. You know, it was amazing. I was reading that some of the Salaf, what they would do is that the food would be brought in the home and it would be shown to the children that this is Sadaqatul Fitr and this is to be given to the poor. And it was the children who would go with the adults and take the food to the poor. So, you know, unfortunately what happens is children have no idea about what Sadaqatul Fitr even is. They've never heard. They have learned about Zakat from Islamic school maybe or the weekend school, but they don't know about Sadaqatul Fitr. They only read it on boxes and that also they don't care about because they don't know what it is. So it should be something that children should be taught to do from a young age. Likewise, if the wife has her own money, she should give it from her own money. Likewise, if the parents have their own money, all right. They should give it from their own money. Now, like for example, the father figure, the father or the husband, can he give it on behalf of the whole family? He can, of course. There is no harm, all right, because the obligation is being fulfilled. But it is better that each person give their sadaqat al-fitr themselves. And this is the opinion of Sheikh Ibn Uthaimin also. Anything you'd like to say, add uh, question? Yes. I mean, mashallah. Even babies are very rich. Right, Children are born and people come and give them money Yeah from the baby's money Give the Sadaqatul Fitr from that And you know it'll be a different feeling And even children as young as 2 years old 3 years old They get their $10 bill And they're so excited about it Right, So we should teach them from a young age That we have to give We have to care about others also Good question Should Zakatul Fitr be given earlier in Ramadan Because if the point is to ensure that people eat on Eid day, then you have to make sure that the food reaches them on time. So yes, it can be given a few days before Eid, and inshallah we'll talk about when exactly that time begins. Bab صَاعٍ min A sar of barley, meaning Sadaqatul Fitr can be given in the form of one sar of barley. حدثنا قبيصة حدثنا سفيان عن زيد بن أسلم عن عياض بن عبد الله عن أبي سعيد رضي الله عنه قال كنا نطعم الصدقة من Abu sa'id, said that we would give نطعمه means we used to feed we used to give the food of صدقة meaning صدقة الفطر and that would be a sar of barley so why would they give barley because that was commonly eaten at the time. It was the staple. Bab Sadaqat al Fitri sa'am min ta'amin. Sadaqat al Fitr given as a sa'ar of food. Now notice the word ta'am. Ta'am means any food, not just dates or barley. So this shows that any staple food can be given. Haddathana Abdullah ibn Yusuf, akbarana Malik, anzaid ibn Aslam, an Riyad ibn Abdullah ibn Sa'ad ibn Abi Sarhin al Amiriyi, annahu semi'a Abbasa'idin al Khudriya radiallahu so Abu Sa'id al-Khudri radiyallahu anhu reported, يقوله, he said that كُنَّا نُخْرِجُ al الْفِطْرِ We used to take out the zakat of fitr "sa'am من طَعَامٍ And it was a saar of food. Au sa'am min شَعِيرٍ Or a saar of barley. أوصَاعًا من تمرٍ Or a uh, saar of dates. أوصَاعًا من أَقِطٍ Or a saar of aqit. Aqit was a cheese product, something like cottage cheese sa'am min or min zabib, or a saar of raisins so he said we used to give this meaning we used to give this in the time of the prophet sallallahu so you see a variety of food options here hmm? even cheese or raisins barley dates so basically what we learn is that it has to be food you cannot give clothes you cannot give dishes you cannot give jackets or backpacks or anything else. Sadaqatul Fitr has to be what? Food. And the amount is 1 SAR per person. باب صدقه الفطر صاع من الفطر given as a sar of dates. حدثنا احمد بن يونس layth الليث عن نافع ان عبد الله قال امر النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم بزكاه الفطر Abdullah meaning Ibn Umar reported that the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam instructed the zakat of fitr sa'am min tamr isar of dates or sa'am min sha'ir or isar of barley qala Abdullah radiyallahu anhu fa idlahu so the people began giving its equivalent as muddaini to mud min hintatin of wheat so at the time of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam they would give a saar. Later on, when wheat became more common, they began giving two mud of dates of wheat. They began giving two mud of wheat. So uh, remember that wheat. Of course, it was known at the time of the Prophet ﷺ, but they rarely used it because it was more expensive. They were more used to eating barley; it was more common. And we learned that later on when Muawiyah radiallahu anhu was the ruler, once he returned from Hajj and he addressed the people saying that, I believe that two mud of wheat, Syrian wheat, is equal to one sar of dates. He said that I believe that two mud of wheat is equal to one sar of dates. And that is what is being mentioned in this hadith. Okay, people began giving two mud of wheat. Now the question is, how much is two mud? Two mud is actually half of isar. It's actually half of isar. So Muawiyah al anhu gave this ruling. Why? Because wheat was more expensive. So this was his ijtihad. That if you're giving a more expensive food product, then you give half of isar. Alright? This was his understanding. However, we learned that other companions opposed him in this. They said that no. It was one sa'r of food at the time of the Prophet ﷺ. Regardless of what that food is, grain or fruit or what. So even today, we will give one sa'r. So the point is that when it comes to zakatul fitr, it is determined by volume, not value. You understand? So the majority of the companions said it's the volume of food that matters, not the value, not its cost, not its price tag. However, I mean this difference of opinion existed at the time of the companions also. And this is something that we can actually benefit from today. So for example, if there is a poor person doesn't have that much money, but he has some money, and he wishes to give al fitr. Now if he begins giving one saw per head, in his family, it's going to be too much. Especially when the people in his community only eat wheat or a food item that may be expensive. Food prices can go really high sometimes. So in that case, can he benefit from this difference of opinion? Yes, he can. So you can see that the difference of opinion sometimes is actually very helpful. It's actually very beneficial because things can change. Sometimes, you know, even for an average person, giving uh, this much food in zakat fitr can be expensive. So can he benefit from this uh, difference of opinion? He can. So if it's an expensive food item, and that is what the poor need, but your pocket does not allow an entire SAR. So then when it's food like wheat, then half of a sar can be given. I mean, technically... For the food items that are Mentioned very clearly Like sar for barley Sar for dates We cannot change that That has to be a sar Now the different options are there If barley is more expensive Don't give barley Give something else Alright However if it's something Other than the food items That are specified in the sunnah Alright Then if they're too expensive Like wheat was at that time Then uh, less of that can be given as long as there is a there is a judgment by a person of knowledge, you don't make this judgment call yourself. Okay? Good question. Is it zakat al-fitr or sadaqat al-fitr? You see, uh, it's both words are used because earlier also we learned that the word sadaqah can be used for zakat. In the Quran, in fact, the ayah that talks about who the recipients of zakat are, the word zakat is not used in that ayah. The word sadaqat has been used. So, sadaqatul fitr, zakatul fitr, both words are correct.